This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A former state lawmaker is proposing a constitutional initiative to change the state property taxes to be based on acquisition value. That would prevent big property tax increases as long as one maintains ownership of the home or business. The measure would also cap property taxes at 1% of the property's 2019 assessed value or the current market value once it's sold. Property taxes could increase because of higher property values only when the property is sold under the initiative proposed by Attorney Matthew Monfortin of Bozeman. If the wording of the petition is approved, Monfortin and supporters will have until next spring to get enough signatures to put the measure on the ballot in November of 2022. They would need at least 60,000-some registered voters and at least 10% of the voters in 40 state house districts. Under current law, the State Revenue Department reappraises all residential and commercial real estate every two years, adjusting it to market value. That next reappraisal is set for 2023. If the value of one's property greatly increases under the current system, property taxes can increase as well. Using an acquisition value system would mean that people who have lived in the same house for many years would not be subjected to dramatically increasing property taxes just because the market value of the property had increased. The system could also help moderate rent increases in fast-growing areas, supporters say, because higher property taxes on rental property are passed on to renters. Hudal fishing restrictions have been lifted by state officials on 35 miles of the Missouri River between Holder Dam and the Cascade City boat ramp. Under the restrictions, fishing was not allowed from 2 p.m. to midnight each day, but improving environmental conditions have allowed Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks to lift those restrictions. The restrictions were put in place on July 20th, and they were meant to keep anglers from stressing fish who are already struggling with warm water temperatures and low oxygen levels. FWP at the time said the restrictions were implemented because water temperatures have exceeded 70 degrees Fahrenheit. FWP urges anglers to minimize stress on fish by playing and landing them quickly and not removing them from the water while unhooking. The term hoodow, by the way, comes from logging operations in the early 1900s. Loggers would work early in the morning and stop in the afternoon to avoid working in the driest and hottest parts of the day. State officials say the loggers would see and hear owls who were active in the morning, and the owls would be hooting, leading to the reference to the morning work window as hoodow. The Lewis and Clark County Board of County Commissioners has approved the American Rescue Plan Act funding request from Lewis and Clark Public Health to continue COVID-19 wastewater surveillance. The request was for just over $35,000. 
Lewis and Clark County Health Officer Drenda Neiman says the testing helps health officials monitor the prevalence of the virus. We have learned, and it's not much different today than it was a year ago, Neiman says, that asymptomatic spread is a problem. People are walking around in the community with the virus, spreading it, and they don't even realize it because they don't have any symptoms. When the prevalence of the virus in wastewater spikes, county cases tend to spike five to ten days later. On August 19th, test results showed the prevalence of the SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, had jumped 1,100% in one week. On August 9th, Helena's wastewater contained nearly 193,000 genomic copies of the SARS-CoV-2 per liter. Quote, the previous highest concentration for Helena's wastewater was 63,000 on December 7th of 2020. Montana health officials reported 632 new cases of COVID-19 on Tuesday, the most in one day since January 4th when it was 696. Lewis and Clark County reported 11 new cases. Its total is now 7,443. 163 of those are active. Jefferson County, 8 new cases. The total is 1,178. Broadwater County listed 1 at 545. No new cases in Marr County. Yellowstone County tops the list of new cases with 115 bringing its total to just over 19,000 during the course of the disease. The total number of cases reported of the respiratory illness is now almost 121,000. Just over 116,000 have recovered. There are 206 active hospitalizations for a total of 6,052. There have been nearly 37 million cases of COVID-19 reported in the United States and 623,000 coronavirus-related deaths. Recent data shows that 90% of people now hospitalized for COVID-19 are unvaccinated. In Lewis and Clark County, 56% of residents are fully vaccinated. Yellowstone National Park may have to implement a timed entry system sometime in the future, according to the park superintendent, but not now. Timed entry in Yellowstone would most likely be limited to the south entrance, that's north of the Grand Teton National Park, and the west entrance near West Yellowstone, according to Superintendent Cam Shalley. Timed entry would reduce auto traffic, which at Yellowstone's busier entrances can stretch up to a mile during the summer. However, the superintendent says, quote, I don't think it needs to be implemented next year or in the immediate future. A record million people visited the park in June. If you need to hear this report again, 
Please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio Network or KGRTDB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 33 states and provinces in now 23 countries on six continents. We will also post the stories on Facebook on the J. Scott and Treasure State Radio Network pages later this evening. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KEMR, in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.